<laughs> that was a little sensual. I'm not going to lie. That, that, that was, I apologize. All right, now I'm recording. Now I'm recording. Whew, okay. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mojo Stratus. Stratus is true cloud auto-scaling technology for Magento. Built by industry leaders and cloud architects, Stratus is a revolution in cloud hosting. Magento 2, no problem. Holidays, flash sales, no problem. 100% uptime or your money back. Give Stratus a try today, risk-free, and tell them Mage Talk sent you. Check them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex, the leader of tax, technology solutions, and services for corporations worldwide. They're a Magento premier partner trusted by over half of the Fortune 500. Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes. Visit them online today at vertexsmb.com. This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire. So are we live? We are, are we live we're, on we're the live. World Wide Web. We are. We're wow. on. We're on the Wubba Wubba Wubba. I'm, I'm going to link to you. Hey everybody! There's some people watching. Can you believe that? Hey guys and and gals. Oh god! Now I gotta. You gotta be inclusive, guys and gals. Hey gals and guys. People and not people. What is going people on? And people. I've, dudes I, and dudettes. You've so I saw your contigo a minute ago. You've Matthew got, Howarth, you've what's got up, coffee. dude? How um, old do you think that this Mitchell cup? Mitchell Cowie. Look at this cup. Nice. Look at this cup and what's look how up? look how disgusting it is. And um, I want you to oh, guess how old it is. I think I lost you. Dang it! <laughs> Stop messing with me. Let me just Dylan. do this. <laughs> if you can still hear me, I have the weirdest Bluetooth issues with my headphones. Are you back? <laughs> I hear you. Oh no! There you changed it. Sorry about that. Now you're no you're no longer on the road. Okay, let me just change this. I think that when I open the YouTube, here we go. Let me fix the mic. Okay, I got the That's road better. now. Is that yeah. better? When I open the YouTube link, it does weird th- like other audio like video on the web does weird things to other stuff that's going on in my headphones. We're getting old, Kalen. A mess. We are. We really are. There's there's just no. There's no dancing around it anymore, Phil. You know, there really isn't. I mean. All right. Uh, we're just. You ready? We're just, <laughs> Are we going to just I'm jump ready. in? I'm, we're jumping in. All right. We're here we diving go. in. Uh, you remember that song? What was it, DC? I'm going in. I'm going in. In over my head, I want to be caught in the rush. Lost in the flood. Okay. I'm no, done. but. <laughs> You've now demonetized our YouTube. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because that's a massive revenue source for us. <laughs> our, YouTube <monetization laughs> our YouTube monetization is huge. We don't want that to get touched. Remember when I used to get on your case for chewing and drinking and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, well, you and I switched places at some point. I don't know when it happened. Yeah, we did. We did switch a little bit. I would if you pay ever show up yeah. an untold sum of money to not have a squeaky chair. Listen to this. Listen. Listen. Really? Oh, I can hear that. Yep. Yep. Even even little old audio challenged me can hear that. Gosh. I can't hear your That's air conditioner, rough. but I honestly all I can say, Phil, is there's magic in the road. And 
I think that should honestly be the show title. There's magic in the road. Okay. Either that or something related to M1 End of Life. Oh, God. Are but, we talking uh, about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. I don't know. The look on your face is so <laughs> priceless. I, I totally get your whole position on this now. It's like, guys, this is so like, let's do this. You say my position and I'll say your position. Okay. <laughs> like, I totally understand. Like, your thing is like, guys, you are so, like... Magento itself, like you've said before, has become a little enterprise. Or what's what's the word you used? Legacy, a little bit legacy. Magento one, well, Magento okay, as Magento a whole, one. yeah, to some degree, yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like Magento one is like, guys, are we like, are we? It's like, are we even talking about this? This guys, is we're still talking about guys. This? We're still talking about this. I get that. I get that. I I honestly do get that perspective. Do you know who's still talking about this? People that still earn money from Magento one. Correct. You know, remember, exactly remember, when, right. remember when Karen Baker carried a whole lot about Magento One's end of life and Magento, you're doing the wrong thing here. Do you remember why? It's because merchants <sighs> that she serviced right. uh, with her prior business and Shipper HQ had a non-trivial number of Magento One <laughs> customers. Mm. So you advocate right. for the thing that affects you the most, right? Like, of course. I think That's your position. Is. What's That's your position? David Manners is. in the chat. Hey, and Mitchell Cowie. Look at all these people. We got four whole people. That's Sweet. we've we did we did exactly what we accused the uh Dutch version of uh Magento podcast after twenty five episodes when they pod faded. We got to two hundred and fifty oh. something. We were like we uh we it it we we went one hundred times longer. Um, it happens you either die. Either you sign a trillion dollar deal with Spotify or, <laughs> or you die or you pod fade a hero yeah. or you live long enough. Wait, let me, let, hold on, back this, back that train up. Wow. You either live, <laughs> you either live long enough to sign a trillion dollar deal with Spotify or yeah. you pod fade a hero. Yeah. I think we pod faded a hero. You think we pod, <laughs> did you shove a magazine in that gap? At the top of your air conditioner? Oh, oh, yeah. This is, yeah, believe that. This is the, uh, this is Mage Zine, guys. It's Mage. <laughs> this is Mage Zine. <laughs> I'm going to slap this on the wall. I just wasn't 100% sure how to do it. So I just, for now, it's filling in some gaps. You know, I, let, let me, let me say what I think your position is on, <laughs> on Magento 2 or on, on Magento 1 end of life. Your, sure. Your position is, uh, what is Magento? I haven't, <laughs> your, posi- <laughs> your position is, uh, I haven't done Magento in years, guys. Um, I wouldn't recognize a model if it slapped. That's, that, that's how disconnected I am from Magento is the best reference I could come up on the fly was model. Is a model. As opposed to, yeah, like major Is a model. model. Do you know what, a- do you know what models Shopify developers care about what are they? Which ones do they care about? Oh, the the one, yeah, the ones that the ones that sell the bling. That's the yeah, ones exactly. That they care That's about. <laughs> yeah, the I, ones that drive the clicks. I will always be. Um, I, I think you and I both uh, owe a lot of our uh, career to Magento and open source in general, right? Um, Correct. I find myself uh, 
like I've, I've had to come to terms with the, the developer, not developer conversation. Right. Um, yeah. I, am I a developer? Well, um, I think I have to say like, honestly, at this point, I don't know that I'm a developer. I don't think I am. I know how to write code, but that's not my job anymore. So, um, so being deep into like the development community, which is the core of the Magento community, I feel like is, is, uh, I've lost touch with that. So like yeah. you, I don't know that I, I have a, uh, I don't have a pulse on, uh, how important or how deep and meaningful Magento is to a lot of people. I was on the Magento association, uh, MA connect. Were you on the connect event? Did you check that out at all? The, uh, the live stream? I did not. Yeah. No. So that's apologize. how much you care about Magento right there. Hey, oh. hey, hey, just one minute. I care, okay? I got stickers and magazines in my man shed. I care just I care just fine enough. Yeah, that's true. Is that even a that's phrase? true. You care so much about the magazine, you shoved it into a hole. Um It's it's fulfilling a very important role right now in this. It's practically <laughs> holding this thing together. Okay? What I think your position found- is is, you know, use the right tool for the right job. Right. Let and me give you an let, let, let me give you an analogy, Philip. Okay, it's like a car dealership. Oh gosh, okay? this. <laughs> uh, I do want. I, I. By the way, I think that's a brilliant analogy, and I do think it's a great. Analogy. It's a brilliant analogy, yeah. and uh, uh, Mage Mojo, who we know and love, and is like a four-year sponsor of Mage Talk, um, who uh, has given us a lot of love over the years. Uh, Mr. Eric Heilman is the one who came up with that analogy. And, uh, we, we, we love Eric. The, the Vaughn Heilman. Yeah. Is it Vaughn? I think you say Vaughn. It's not actually That's his Vaughn. nickname. Is, oh, okay. No, his middle name is, I can't remember, but it's, it's, it's his It's nickname. a V. There's a V in there somewhere. There's a, yeah, there's a, the correct, right. There's a V. His middle initial is a V. It's gotta be. Um, so the analogy was that Magento is a car deal. Magento, wait, no. hold on. Magento is the manufacturer. Correct. Magento's the manufacturer. This reminds me of that scene in Tommy Boy where Tommy Boy is trying to do is like, no, you can stick your head up a butcher's ass. But <laughs> wait, that's not right. I got to um, get the analogy right. The agencies are the dealerships. Yes. So they want to sell new cars. That's what agencies do. Now, they have a few older ones that, that happen to be, you know, in, in their lot. And they'd like to sell those too, sure. I mean, you know, but as the number of older 10-year-old cars they have goes from half their inventory to 0.01%, they really could care less. Yeah, right? I, 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 and I like, I, let's, let's keep extending the analogy. Then you have the, the customers who own the yeah. old car and they don't want yeah. to be told that their old car is no longer supported. The customers are the merchants. That's and correct. the merchant has a 10-year-old Toyota Corolla, right? Which they spent a significant amount of their money for, and they want they want to run that sucker. They want to run it into the ground. That baby. They want to run it into the ground. They want to run it into the ground. They just do. Right? They want to. They they want it. They want to use it for all it's worth. Yeah, and and, and, and then uh, you have the shady direct mail companies <laughs> that send you the extended warranties. <laughs> That say, hey, buy this extended warranty and we crisscross applesauce promise that, you know, with with all of our heart and uh, and hope to die, stick a needle in my eye that we're going to support you if and when something bad happens to your car. This right. is a great let's analogy. Make this, let's make I love this, this whole analogy. episode like like let's just like extend this analogy 
in like as many random like ways as possible. I want like, Eric to defend himself. Like, so vast... I really, I want Eric to come on and defend himself because I feel badly that we're yeah, using that his would analogy. Actually, um, that would be perfect. But, he actually but I has... think the analogy actually, uh, sorry, I, say, I think it, it holds, holds up, up, right? It holds up. The merchants have a 10-year-old car. They want to use a 10-year-old car for another 10 or 20 years. It works, right? Yeah. Um, agencies don't care as much because they got to keep selling new cars. Manufacturer also doesn't care as much because they got to keep making new cars. And are the new cars better? Yeah. Like as a consumer, do I want the brand new Corolla or the 10 year old? I let want me, the brand new one. It's let, me, better, let me, let me just right? ask, let me just ask a question. Why do we care? Like, why do we care? Why do we care? Why do we care? Let, do let we me, care? I, I mean, not to be, not to be the agency guy, but I guess I'm just the agency guy. Um, can you get a hat that says agency guy hat? Yeah, I could just, do that. I have this hat, which is OG they, Magento. That's close enough. You like that? Yeah. Look Put at on this. your agency guy hat. I'm putting a, hold on. This yeah. is, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's right. Hold on. There you go. There agency we go. Guy. Agency guy hat coming on right there. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Now you know I'm in agency mode. All right. Yeah. Agency yeah. guy hat on. Um, also, it, I can't see your eyes. <laughs> which I think is apropos. That, that, <laughs> When when you're at a t- when you're at a poker table and you're lying, uh, you don't want people to see your eyes. It's it's your tell. All right. So, <laughs> all right. You gotta, oh God, this is good. Uh, so there are different types of agencies, right? You have uh, development agencies that you know sort of uh, execute on the orders of like I cannot I cannot wear this like this. Sorry. No, that's not. Um, that, yeah, that, that execute was... on the orders that are given to them, right? Like you, you, you have the certain, you have certain types of agencies that, uh, are basically car mechanics. Um, they, they will, they will, they can repair anything. They can build pretty much anything. They can customize a lot of stuff. Right. Right. Um, and then you've got the mechanics that specialize in the 10 year old cars. Because yes. that's what their customer base Correct. is. It's people with 10 year old cars. They're familiar with them. They've and you have consumer protection agencies um, and you have that say, hey, from an environmental perspective, we, we don't allow emissions in our state to exceed a certain value. And your old car either needs to be retrofitted to come up to snuff, right? Or you need to stop and, driving and those it. Are the, and those are the PCI regulators. Right. And they're going to say, right. you know, and, and this is actually a, a brilliant analogy because a lot of the conversation has been, but what about the custom software, Kalen? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Magento matters, and they're saying, "Well, all software matters, right?" And and I think that that's like this, which is sort of like an underhanded, dis, you know, way to kind of bring in the cultural conversation that's happening right now with Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. There. the The point yep. there is that that it's not the same thing. It's dismissive because the idea around uh, custom software is your platform and the inner workings of your platform is a not broadly adopted by a quarter million merchants worldwide and b not right. widely published and known and able to be uh, uh scrutinized to look specifically for issues and vulnerabilities you have some and doesn't happen to be one of the biggest targets uh, right the surface area in, in, for the target in, is is sizable enough to put some time and money and investment into you know into things like magecart to exploit known vulnerabilities or to find new ones. And th- it's the same thing in the third party, uh, in the third party space where you saw a lot of uh, third party tools from uh, all kinds of developers, the, the uh, 
mage works of the world, Magmai, the, you have these third-party developer tools that were so widely deployed that when you found something that was somewhat easy to, uh, easy to exploit, you had a large enough surface area to to take advantage of it, to, to yep. automate the, to make that financially viable in some way for you and your business to, um, and that business is an illicit business that, you know, hacks websites and gathers credit card info and sells it on uh, the dark web. So, uh, by running your custom software business, you still, you're not exempt from PCI, but you have, you have a higher bar to clear to prove that you can meet PCI. I remember doing the reason I was beating the PCI drum in 2013 is because in 2010, 11 and 12, I had to build an organization that was doing $20 million a year, uh, on Magento when Magento was not a PCI certified platform and was effectively custom software, we had to hire outside auditors. We had to hire developers that could uh, help us harden and secure our networks. We had to hire Rackspace security engineers to put in layers of protection of firewall. Like we had to own it all of our, all on our own. And yeah, we were doing 68, $70,000 a day in gross sales and 600 orders a day. And, and, and we were shipping those things. We were a totally native vertical business. we manufactured our own products. We branded them ourselves. We sold them direct to customers. We were doing subscriptions. We're doing lead back advertising, like all this stuff that is the modern marketer stack we were doing with no help from Magento as an organization. I've been there. I know it's possible. And I think everybody is just looking for, you know, for the way forward, because like, if you're if you're just starting this conversation now in June of, of 2020, then you know you you're not going to be done. You're like half and, half a decade. You're yeah. only like half a decade late. You're only really, four or five years just late to the conversation. And who wants to keep talking years. about this? This is like so divisive, dude. Like I, you, no one's going to change their mind on the internet. No one's going to. Uh, we've already we know that. Like nobody's ever changed their mind because of you know what somebody said on the internet. So I, I. I I don't know that having the public debate over it is is going to solve anything other than to drive a, uh, a larger wedge between, you know, the broader Magento ecosystem and community, which really has just come down to developer purity yeah. and developer, you know, developer centricity. And that's a, that's a, yeah. you know, that's, I think that's that, a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. I mean, in some ways, sort of a bit of a, bit of a silly discussion to have on the one hand, on the other I think that, like you said, there are there's a portion of the community that sort of very much has its roots in M1, <clears throat> and I sort of consider myself part of that segment. And whether it's uh, just purely nostalgic or because they have a significant amount of business still from M1, um, they just sort of care about it and want to keep it, want to want to um, keep things going and kind of have those discussions. And then and then the other thing, to be honest, I think is people like to like argue about stuff like i i was not <laughs> no, like this no like, <laughs> like this wasn't even on my radar right and then you started talking about it and i was just like yeah like let's just like you know twitter argue about it because yeah fun. let's do it's twitter argue. um uh there's yeah, but um can i can i say something sort of bombastic i think we're please, please do i think we're in we are going through the adoption curve uh of software maturity that other industries have already been through in that the, the like in the early adopter phase, things are really difficult to do. Simple things are very difficult to do and require extreme specialization and skill set to, to accomplish. 
and you mm. create cottage industries around those. And that is the thing that drives adoption, but eventually it becomes more accessible. E-commerce was very difficult for 15 years to, to break into because you had to, yeah. you had to build most things from scratch, whole cloth by yourself. And then platforms came along, made that a little bit easier, but still owning infrastructure and putting it in places where there was infrastructure that you like managed and you had to like be able to withstand having, you know, 2000 people shopping your website all at one time was a thing that like a skill that was hard to, uh, to, to grow and develop and maintain or extremely expensive to outsource. And so like only a few could really do it, but now cloud changes all of that. And cloud-first yep. e-commerce platforms where you can pay zero money to have a store that's up and designed and only pay when people shop and buy and physically buy from you requires zero investment up front. And you have the cloud, the cloudification of e-commerce makes this a post-open source software community. Software mm -hmm. open source is at the core of everything we're doing, but the commercialization of open source in the e-commerce space has really made it that this problem has been solved. You don't need developers to solve these problems. So go, go. if you're a developer, there's other industries that you could do. And I'm not talking about the, the very complicated, like niche solutions that Magento could be built on, but Magento has gone cloud because that's where the industry's going. Shopify owns cloud in the space. Big Commerce is cloud in the space. Salesforce is cloud in the space. Oracle is cloud in the space. There might be open source e-commerce platforms. MailChimp just bought one of them. Like there are open source e-commerce platforms. They do, they do not represent the majority of e-commerce on the internet today. The majority of e-commerce on the internet today is cloud powered. And mm. that is the, the reality. We already saw this in Linux with commercialization of open source with, uh, with, um, Red Hat and others that came in and commercialized Linux and, and open source. And that has now become you know, a very specialized area of open source contribution. And we saw it with open source databases when Oracle came in and bought MySQL. And like we, we've seen the commercialization of certain areas of technology verticals in open source and the world moves on to say, this is a solved problem now. It's a commercial piece of software. You can still get a free version, but it's not the same as the community was before. And it's never been about the software. It's never been about, it's always been about the people. And yeah. And if the people move on, then you lose your community and you move, lose your people. And that's the thing that I care most about is that this idea that Magento one is fine is a fractious argument. It's like all you're doing is further driving a wedge between the people who have moved on and, and the people who, who still want to cling to the relationships. Let's face it, Magento can be a beast to run in the cloud. And that's why Stratus by MageMojo is hosting Evolved. Say goodbye to dedicated DevOps teams and complex cloud architecture. With Stratus, you get a rock-solid architecture that's built on Amazon AWS and true cloud auto scale. Never worry about capacity planning ever again with the full power of AWS that's behind your site. Backed by Magento Cloud Architecture Geniuses at MageMojo on technologies like ECS, Kubernetes, Aurora, and also a 15-minute SLA that's the fastest in the entire industry, you can be sure that your site is in good hands with Stratus. Give it a try today, and we know you won't be disappointed. Head over to magemojo.com slash magetalk and get started. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O dot com slash magetalk. Thanks again to MageMojo for the continued support of Mage Talk.
Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex. Vertex is a Magento premier partner, providing cloud and on-premise solutions that can be tailored to specific industries for every major line of tax, including sales and use, income, value added, and payroll. Vertex Cloud is the SaaS solution that automates sales and use tax, including calculation and returns. With multiple service levels and flexible pricing models, Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes, from recognizable brands like Honda, Pepsi, and Verizon to small businesses the world over. Find out more today at vertexsmb.com and be sure to mention Mage Talk to get 15 months for the price of 12. Once again, that's vertexsmb.com. Yeah, <laughs> solid rant. I think um, I think you're right, and I, I think that um, as I'm, I, I've started to follow some of the different sort of e-commerce, um, you know, thought leaders that are, you know, uh, in D to C and things like that. And and when you follow that crowd, they're talking much more. I mean, this is a lot of what um, future commerce is about. You're talking a lot more about the business, about um, you know, you're 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 sort of higher up the stack, right? Like you said, this whole technology. Um, part of the stack that we sort of grew up in, a lot of it has sort of been solved for. And so yeah. you're moving up the stack to how do you build a brand? How do you um, uh, improve customer experience? How do you uh, create a great product, right? right. Um, <clears throat> logistics, all that kind of stuff. And so I'm starting to realize like, yeah, a lot of these arguments are kind of like, we're just sort of living in living in the past in a sense. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but that's but not, that's not a bad thing, right? Like it's okay to live. It's, it's okay to have some nostalgia about, about I the think stuff. That and where I could potentially disagree that this is like people arguing for the M one side are just being divisive is like, I kind of think people that are on M one just want to be left alone. Like, like, yeah, for me, like, like I, I was being honest when I was saying like, it's just fun to argue about it. But I'm not a merchant on M1. For merchants that are on M1, they have a business that's they're making a living from. They're probably you know smaller companies, um, some some bigger companies. I think they really just want to be left alone to run their business. Like everything's working fine. They have providers that do things for them. They have payment processors. They know their business. They don't want things to change. They don't really want to start an argument or 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 be divisive. Like they just want to do their. Let's say the person with the ten year old car. They just want to go go to the grocery store. They just want to um, keep doing their thing. Um, so I guess from that point, I, I do agree with you. There are those of us that are just maybe arguing for the sake of arguing. But I think for those that are have a business that's running on M one, they really just want to be left alone. Just do do their thing. You know. Yeah. Um- and I think we can leave them alone. Uh, I think they'll be on their own. And I think there's been enough conversations for four or five years now that, uh, I mean, how many, how many times have people, you know, done the, the screenshot of this is what M1 merchants see when they log in, they get an alert that yeah. says, you know, this product is no longer supported, blah, blah, blah. And, and people kind of have beat the pitchfork about, you know, whether that was a good thing to do or not on a positive note. How could you possibly be a Magento One merchant in on June tenth of twenty twenty and say you have not heard that Magento One is ending its support in June of twenty twenty? Like, how could you possibly be there? Is that possible? Can you have so thoroughly buried your head in the sand that you don't know that this is happening? Well, I don't know, maybe. Um, but at, at the same time, yeah. uh, 
they will be left alone. They're going to be left alone after June. And they've been left alone from, from an Adobe and Magento perspective for a long, long time. Uh, and, and we kind of have to move on from this discussion to talk about like the path forward. Um, so the path forward is, uh, for those businesses that are still on Magento and will continue to be on Magento one. I I'd made a joke some time ago, Kaylin, I don't know if you remember it, which is, um, you know, there's always room for like a COBOL developer. Like there's always the one guy in the world who knows Fortran when, when, uh, Y2K comes around, like it's yeah, pretty good to yeah. be that guy in that business. Yeah. And, um, it's funny because where I got my start in e-commerce in the Magento space was at this company called Native Remedies. And that business was started by a guy who made his money as a Y2K compliance consultant, as a mathematician oh, really? from IBM who knew Fortran. <laughs> And that's so funny. What a, what a small world. Um, but, but, you know, PHP and lamp stack, uh, the world will like move on from PHP and lamp stack, uh, if it hasn't already, uh, as like the default. And that means the world will move on from the core technologies of Magento, like as a default, um, to go solve other problems. If you're in, uh, AI and machine learning, you're not using PHP, right? You're, you're using Python. Um, yeah. And so I think, uh, and, th and then we see, we've seen people like not really leave the Magento community, but go focus on other things. Like in the AWS space, Fabrizio Branca many, many years ago basically said like, I'm going to go all in on AWS. Cause I see it, it, it has a much, a much larger, uh, or much longer runway for me in my career and has, you yeah. know, uh, a much larger, uh, uh, opportunity for growth. And yeah. So I, I think being coming up the stack and not worrying so much about the impl like technical implementation details, which you still need because, you know, we have dozens and dozens of certified developers at something digital that do this all day long. And I want to be seen as the, you know, the agency that can solve some of those things, put my agency hat back on over my eyes like this, like we can still solve all those problems because not every, <laughs> not all e-commerce can be solved with, um, you know, Shopify's templates. But, um, yeah. like there are a lot of custom use cases and there's a lot of businesses that I think will differentiate themselves by being different, but it's not as big of an, of a market as it used to be. And yeah, anyway, long story yeah. short, like Magenta one, we, we, yeah. 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 I think we can move on from this. Why would you want to even getting. Like yeah, You're sorry, I'm vi visibly irritated. Oh, sorry, no, I'm not. <laughs> Let me ask you this: like, how often do you handwrite HTML today? Oh, like, not not too often. Yeah. Well, I mean, I write in templates. I mean, I don't. I've been using Tailwind a lot lately. Oh, you have. And, uh, is that what all this I stuff is just, on KaylinJordan.com? Yeah, all that stuff is all Tailwind. Um, there's a uh, Tailwind UI is a. Um, there's like a UI library on top yeah. of the Adam free Wathen's Tailwind thing. CSS, Adam Wathen's thing. And so it's a, it's a paid thing and they just have higher level components for marketing content, application level content. It's great. It's really simple, super clean. Um, Brilliant. so I've been, I've been all, so you just, yeah, I just been all up in that lately. That's so cool. Um, but anyways, I love that stuff. But, anyways, but if you, pl you've played with Webflow, so I played with Webflow, you know what, so, you know, what's possible in the world. Right. Like visual designers and, and those things like, yeah, that's, that's. Ooh, yeah. So I went deep into Webflow, <laughs> uh, 
Airtable and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember. And um, <laughs> I'm back to writing my like my own code for for stuff. Yeah. Like you eat code Webflow for breakfast. Is cool. I'm eating code for breakfast. Like Webflow is cool, and visual designers are cool, but there's 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 just still like limitations you run into. Sure. Um, and yeah, like I literally transitioned co- the Commerce Hero business to Webflow and Airtable on the back end, and I dealt with a lot of limitate. I changed all my forms from custom forms to Airtable forms, which is kind of insane. Um, and I'm kind of going back a different direction now, but yeah, I gave it, I gave it the old college try. That's Dude, for sure. <laughs> I, I, no one can say that you didn't. I, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. I think you like hundred days live streamed every second of that. So um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a little bonkers, but, uh, but yeah, you run into limitations. Like for example, doing login stuff on top of Webflow is, is hard. Hmm. I don't know if you've messed around with that at all. There's some. You can use like a mem. You can you can plug in yeah, like a, what a lot something. of people do is memberful, and they plug it in, and it has some sort of light JavaScript um, integration points for doing like sort of basic stuff. But yeah, for a non-login site, Webflow is great. Yeah, um, but I think the larger point you were making is that um, kind of this idea of moving up the stack. That yeah. like um, a marketer, like a marketer who is trying to merchandise products and get customers to buy products shouldn't need to have to learn HTML to do their job. And that is the Magento one reality. The Magento one reality is in order to do your job, you are required to understand the inner workings of how, you know, uh, how HTML works, or you can use this WYSIWYG, which doesn't actually visually demonstrate uh, exactly what you see is what you get because the theme alters what you see. And, um, it's not a visual designer in any way. And both of those experiences are, are just not great for an, uh, you know, a, a different kind of a skill set, a non-developer skill set. So yeah, if, if you want to be on that and say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Fine. Um, but I think most businesses have had the opportunity, uh, coronavirus notwithstanding, um, but most businesses have had the opportunity. Dude, this over, is this yeah. is the first time we've done a podcast since coronavirus. That's right? true. Yeah, that's true. We, we should probably have Holy a whole conversation cow, about dude. that. Yeah, the world, man, the yeah. world is in <laughs> everything's are so Son crazy. Of a gun. Um, but just to finish that thought, like you had ten years of economic growth, right, and ten years for you to grow your business on that one platform. And maybe you implemented it just a couple years ago and you got some good use out of it and you don't want to change that. And that's understandable. I think other businesses want to grow and they want to outgrow things, right? Like they don't want to be stuck in, you know, in the 2007 expression of how to do things online. So anyway, long story short, I'm, you know, where I sit in, in the ecosystem, you know, we'll wake up on July 1st and everything like the birds will be singing and the sun will come out and life will move on and magenta yeah. one will be unsupported. And you know, that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Buddy. Everything's going to be okay. Coronavirus. You, um, so you built a, coronavirus. Um, you built a, a storage shed that you're sitting in right now for you to, I built, uh, 
A bunker. I built a man cave, a bunker, a shed, if you will, an office backyard <laughs> shed uh, <laughs> that I'm currently sitting in and podcasting in. The goal is to make it soundproof. Um, it as looks you like see, you've don't achieved have... that goal. Like, <laughs> well, the f- I don't know. It's funny. So I I do everything very incrementally, right? So. I didn't actually go to the trouble of actually finishing everything. I was like, you <laughs> I know, wonder what it looks I think like. I could, yeah. Yeah. I was like, let me see how this works with just the wood in. And uh, I was like, nah, mostly where I was like, I need an AC. So I got the AC and I was like, okay, I can, yeah, I can, uh, this works. So I'm going to put in the insulation soon. I, I got to figure out what insulation to do. Turns out it's like complicated. Um, there's lots of different types of insulation. Some of them are better at insulating heat. Some are better for sound. I think there's a third thing. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I got to figure all that out. But yeah, I, I like, I just, I just went for it. Um, cool, so man. It's kind of it, neat. It yeah, looks, a little better. It looks small, if I'm being honest. It's very small. It's quite small. It's five by seven. It is. Internal dimensions tiny. is five by seven. Internal dimensions are less than five by seven. Oh, Externals five by you seven. You built a cubicle. I, I did. Yeah. I built a wooden <laughs> prison cubicle. <laughs> That's um, so cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's it kind of cool. cool. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot of work. But, but I uh, know you and I've, I've, I've known you for a long time. This is like a stepping stone for you to build like a tiny house or something. Yes. Yeah. That's, you know, we've, we've been looking at tiny houses do you ever watch those videos on YouTube of tiny houses? No, I watch videos no, never of, have. I, I, I have seen <laughs> tiny houses and I've watched the tiny house, like house hunters, uh, on okay, HGTV, perfect. but, uh, okay, the perfect. videos that are re- requested to me on, or like recommended to me on YouTube are, uh, the rubber chicken singing Despacito. So, okay. um, I have a very different <laughs> okay. YouTube experience to you. <laughs> Yeah, let's swap. Let's swap YouTube homepages one of these days. Um, yeah, but but so but you've seen some of them, and 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 so we uh, we end up binge watching all these uh, tiny house videos, and I don't know why we're just kind of into it. Um, are you playing? Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I I have That's a very funny. different YouTube experience to you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you have right. a very different experience in general, <laughs> life in experience. General. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, so I was like, if, so if we could just throw a tiny house in our backyard, I probably would take a stab at it, but uh, HOA uh, regulations don't allow us to. Hmm. So the shed is within the limits of what That's we oppression, can do. man. So, That's oppression. Yeah. 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 You're, they're limiting yeah. your free speech. You should be able to build a tiny house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really should. I really should. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so you're, anywho, you're, so um, you're going to do it. It's going to happen. Um, maybe it's, well, the thing I realized is that like when I was building this tiny postage stamp of a thing, it was so hard and I was so overwhelmed wow. that I would literally walk around looking at regular buildings and I would like get the shakes, like how, like, it takes so much work to do stuff in the physical world. Like we're so used to mm. internet stuff, like to build like stuff is so hard that I, I think I, unless I get a massive dose of inspiration in like a couple of years from now, I don't know if I'd build the whole thing. 
Um, wow. You can buy you can buy like a foundation, like there's shipping container homes. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's those l- are cool. Yeah. So those are a little easier to deal with because you can get the foundation, every like the, the 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 container with like the wooden studs done for you, and then you can just kind of build out the interior. And that seems a lot more manageable. So we'll see. But um, yeah, maybe sometime down the road, we'll be living in a tiny house on a couple acres of land out here with chickens. And and then I'll get him to do that song for you that uh, Despacito. <laughs> so the chickens can, can sing Havana for me? Oh yeah, Havana. <laughs> Despacito. <laughs> It's um, amazing. Anyways, but what have you what have you what have you been up to? What have you been up to? Uh, what else are we talking about here? We got ten minutes left. Do we you do. have a hard stop? Uh, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was the softest hard stop I've I missed, ever. I, I missed doing. I can I just say I miss doing this with you. I really do. Me too. Yeah, we should me too, do, we man. should do this more often. My it's a friggin', friggin what have blast. I been doing? What have I been doing? I'm. I mean, the the whole shift to working from home again after three years of working in an office has been uh, a real tough, you know, mental shift for me. I mm-hmm. like being around people um, as much as, and as draining as traveling uh, and Unlike as much travel me. as like, yeah, I know you, you love this. I, you love it. <laughs> obviously. Just locked in a wooden shed by myself is like bliss. <laughs> this, uh it, it's it's life sucking for me. I I need to be around people. Um, I yeah. like the 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 physical interaction with people. I like to see people. I like to talk to people, and yeah. I like you know I I truly like to help people. And the community that I have at nineteen oh nine in West Palm Beach is an amazing place where people come together from all different you know all different businesses. And you know it's it's a startup accelerator. You see you see people creating things every day. You see founders shipping products every day. There's just so much energy in that, that you, that I have missed for months now and being at home. And that's a, that's a thing that I, you know, sort of struggled with also being 100% on, on video chat has been a thing that I've, I've, you know, had to, uh, that, that default, uh, being on camera by default has been a big change, uh, for us and in our business is something digital. I like, what am I working? I mean, I'm working on so many cool things. I, I, I don't want to go down a whole litany of things that, um, I'm interested in at the moment, but, uh, you know, all in all, the thing I'm most, the thing I think the most about right now is I don't want to go back to whatever normal used to be. Like I, there's something that has happened that, uh, I think like people, People are more intentional now, whether that's around good things or bad things, like the way that you shop is more intentional. Like when I go shopping, I think a lot about my shopping trip and I make a list and I go and shop with purpose. And that is a thing I don't want to give up. And, you know, I'm, I'm less consumerist in, in many ways. Like I'm not buying things all the time. I'm, uh, Mm. you know, I'm, I'm. I'm drinking coffee at home. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just way more intentional in the way I live my life now. And I think a lot of that was just based on like your own personal safety. And that's, uh, you know, can be a very scary thing for a lot of people, but I don't want to give that up. Um, even if we get back to some kind of normal. So those are the things I'm thinking about right now, but, uh, probably for a different show and for a different time, but yeah, I, 
I remember seeing that tweet you posted recently where you were like, you know, you were talking about how having coffee at home, having uh, a sort of more, more of a routine, I think. You, yeah. were, you were overall just like building out a good routine for yourself in terms of what you're, you know, I'm guessing physical activity, eating, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah I, I think I, I'm missing the, you know, I love the travel aspect of my job. And I love, you know, standing on stages and speaking and I love, I love all that, but, um, this has been a real special time to be at home with the family too. And having extreme consistency is like, I know for a fact next week I'm going to be home. (laughs) There's no question of, I might be in New York next week. I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. that, that has changed the way that I think about everything from the food that I eat to the clothes that I wear to the you know, to, uh, my, to, you know, my routine around running or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's been a real positive David Alexander in the chat, by the way, say, say hi to David. What's up, man. Hey, what up? What's up, David, man. I miss these people so much. I'm glad to have all these people on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's like, we haven't had a conference in a long time, right? Like we, we, uh, Magento Connect uh, had, you know, the Magento Association had a thousand people on it. Oh, wow. That's insane. A thousand tuned in all at once. Um, was that on Zoom or? Oh, no, that no, was on. Hop in. Yeah. That, okay. Hop in, which is a really interesting platform. They had like hallway tracks that you could just That's go weird. jump in and like turn your video on. Like any number of yeah. people could turn video on, audio on and like side sidebar with each other. It was kind of cool. That's interesting. Um, and Ben Lasani just mentioned, and I, we would be remiss if we didn't mention it. Jamie Huskison is uh, doing... Uh, and, and the team over at, uh, uh, oh gosh, Jamie, don't kill me. Um, JH, JH, yeah. JH, uh, are putting on the JH meet Magento UK, which I think is like the sixth or seventh version, seventh year of it. 550 on 1300 registered. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Let's give it a proper British introduction here. Team over or JH (laughs) putting on meet Magento UK. Meet Magento UK. Magento. They love my, they love my UK accent. No, they don't. Do they? No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. It's. Do they though? It's horrendous. Uh, yeah, no, that's that. Yeah, they're they're going really hard at that uh, online. Oh, Jamie's correcting me. I love this. I need I need way more correction in my life. You do need a lot of correction in your life. It was thirteen hundred registered five fifty live at once, um, and I'm conflating. Uh, a number of sources. I, I mean, I could have sworn Slava said a thousand on, but five fifty on thirteen hundred registered. Um, Joseph says your accent is not that bad. I disagree. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> Thank you. It is that. Thank bad. you. Accent Woo. is top notch. That's uh, um. Meet Magento UK was over the last uh, last year when I went was one of the best conferences I'd ever been to hands down. Not, not just like Magento conference. It was one of the best conferences I've ever been to. Really? Uh, every single facet of it was like really, really excellently put on. Um, Cause you've been to a lot of conferences. I've been, been to branching a lot of freaking out a lot conferences. of, of yeah. the Magento kind of circuit. So that's, that's interesting. I don't, I don't think I had remembered you saying that before. Yeah. So uh, just from the we could the crowd we could pull to... we could pull it back up. I'm I'm pretty sure I I yeah everything was great about it. The venue That's was awesome. spectacular. The the what I remember the most was uh, the way that the uh, 
the the tracks were set up in such a way physically i don't know what they're going to do for the virtual um we should have we probably should just have jamie come on to talk about it but um the way it was it was set up and the way the tracks were set up it i never really felt like i was missing out or having fomo about something that was happening um adjacent gotcha. um right i felt like i had plenty of structured time for me to connect with other people as opposed to having to steal time from the learning experience um mm. the mm. the av was on point the food like the network hall uh and the way that they sort of encouraged uh the i, I remember there was like this 3d glasses thing that uh uh the team at ioweb or iomart sorry uh, had put together and sort of like a scavenger hunt that was really cool there were just a lot of really nice activations the branding is always spectacular from jh and, oh they um, do such a great job with branding yeah, yeah. every Design every every aspect was like well thought out and and well well uh implemented um they've done a really really good job with that event right because has it been two years now that they've done it or two years right since a couple um, years jamie will correct us uh yeah jamie said the podcast recording crashed last year when we spoke about it so this is the first time i heard that oh all right sorry jamie nice um but uh yeah they've really because i I think that was their first event i mean it's not like they've been doing events for 10 years i think that was at least the second one i i i remember i don't know i'm terrible the one you're talking about was their second one but i'm saying that that was the second one and prior to that was the first but i mean they really had done a, a really impressive job with that event um, and and just, the people that overall. they and the people that they got out you know was was a healthy mix of okay here's a few familiar faces to sort of set the tone but by mm-hmm. and large there were a lot of speakers that you know you don't usually hear from um right. and that's that is we need more of that a lot more of that right. um we right. need a lot more voices right. and um yeah, Jamie. Jamie's impressed with Kalen's memory. No one has ever said they're impressed with my memory. Uh, third year for JH at MMUK. It's the ninth UK event overall between right. MMUK and Magento Live UK. So, yep. uh, very nice. I, I would very like nice. to say that you know, man. I I, I want to get. I want to have in person events, but I'm on the nervous side of. Uh, you know, being in crowds. The mere, and, well, and the, the mere fact that you haven't gotten a haircut as important <laughs> says everything as that says every says everything, right? Because haircutting places are open and out there. Yeah. Oh, they're and not just open. They're like actively like saying, "Here, we will give you the virus. Just line up." You there, know? there's like, like people standing on corners with flippy signs. Oh yeah. That like are personally targeted to you by name. That say says Philip, Philip Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Come get a haircut. A haircut. Come, come because right now. Because the, the, the kind of lifetime value that you have as a customer to a, a <laughs> hair salon justifies them paying somebody to have an individual sign just for you. And you're like, nope. And they go, we have a private room. It's all been cleaned by thermonuclear scientists to be 100% clean. You're like, nope. Nope. It's not nope. Happening. I'm noping right out of that. Nope and right out. That's all right. I might be the last well, person in Florida to be wearing a mask everywhere, but I'll 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 take my chances. Give it a few months. You know, we'll see it. Yep. We'll we'll see how things go, and uh, I'm sure everything will be just fine. But I think 2020 is canceled. Like the live events, everything. I think we're, you know, let's just let's call it for what it is. Uh, how how is it possibly June already? That's crazy to me. 
Um, it is. It's and and we'll all be better for it. You know, remember I've I've talked many times about the pie growing overall. E-commerce is is growing gangbusters. E-commerce uh, Department of Treasury in the United States says overall retail is going to be down ten percent in twenty twenty, but e-commerce will grow to be at least eighteen percent, revised up from twelve. Um, twenty mm. percent growth in in e-commerce in one year. That's insane. So the pie is growing bigger for everybody. It That's is. great. Uh, yeah. I mean, things um, in terms of e-commerce, in terms of remote work, a lot of these trends that had been yeah. picking up steam for the past what, decade or whatever, ju- it's like they say sometimes, what is it? Sometimes a decade happens in a week in a week or a week. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a decade of progress happens <laughs> in a week and sometimes a week of progress happens in a decade. And uh, yeah, it's just been incredible acceleration of, of uh, a lot of things, e-commerce, remote work. And on the remote yeah. work side, it's like you're saying, some, some people are like, yeah, remote work is taking over. And other people are like, this is torture. Like the second I can stop working remotely, I am never going to do another Zoom call for the rest of my life. Like there's a lot of people that are in that <laughs> boat, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm reminded of the Ernest Hemingway quote, um, from the sun also rises. And, uh, I had to reference it because I'm not that smart. Um, I had to, I know uh, you're not that smart. I know you didn't have that top of mind. No, uh, no, absolutely not. But the, it's the phrase gradually. And then suddenly it's like, well, how do you go bankrupt? Well, gradually. And then suddenly, and, Mm, um, and how, how do, you know, social revolutions form? How do, uh, economic revolutions form? How, you know, how do you get people to channel shift from, you know, from, uh, real life shopping to online shopping while gradually and then suddenly. Um, and I think that's where we're all, we are all poised to benefit from it economically. There's certainly people that are poised to, um, not benefit economically from this shift. Right. Right. And I'm thinking a lot, uh, in, in future commerce as a business, which is a business now. Um, and it was never purposed to be, it's just kind of happened that way. But future commerce as a business is like, well, how do we, you know, how do we use the voice in the platform that we have to talk about the, the, uh, the equities and inequities, uh, and the equalities and inequalities that we have in, uh, some people, you know, still benefiting from, this shift uh, to digital and some people that mm. will be left out of the shift to digital and how do we normalize that or how do we help uh, how do we help those people and that's the thing we think a lot about and um, we don't have answers to everything just yet but at least right. having the conversation starts as much as messy as it can be um, and not having the answers at least we we're talking about it which um, I think is a big part of the problem here is that there's like not enough people talking about how you, uh, if, you know, there's plenty of people who don't even have cell phone devices that are capable of shopping online. Like how do we solve for that? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Oh, Joseph says my, That's my great. voice is soft. My voice is soft. Cause I'm talking softly. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. you got it, got into like a, like a deep philosophical groove there for a minute and <laughs> just, just dropping, just uh, dropping some knowledge. I think it all comes down to the, the, in the coronavirus thing. I think there's a lot of economic things that, uh, you know, it's probably also lack of leadership in, in our U S context, lack of leadership at the executive branch level. And, you know, we had to see a lot of corporations step up to take over to say ahead of the, in, ahead of travel bans, ahead of everything else like 
businesses and, and corporations mm. had to say, oh, well, this is what we're doing. Uh, and, and that hodgepodge kind of created a lot of like panic. Um, and so hopefully as, as we spend the next few months gearing up for a general election in the United States, you know, maybe there's a lot of more hope that we can see a lot more leadership in the, in the executive branch, which I think would also normalize our economy to some degree as, as well. Um, anyway, we're, we're almost up on time. I, I'll let you have the last word. Jamie says, welcome back. We've missed you. And, uh, it was a great end to the day. We love you, Jamie. Thank you, Joseph, for, uh, for being on, uh, the live stream. Also, David and, uh, Ben Lasani. Oh my gosh. We go back ages. Uh, who else was in here? Jordan Eisenberger, John Hughes, Mitchell Cowie. Nice. A lot, a lot of, uh, familiar faces and names. Sweet. Yeah, it was actually, it was encouraging because we took a little, a little bit of a hiatus. I'm <laughs> lie. We took a, we took a little bit of a hiatus there for a minute and, uh, people were starting to be like, Hey, what's going on? Is Mage Talk still around? And, um, it was actually kind of encouraging that, you know, people were like, that hey, people we still cared guys. in some way. Uh, well, yeah, thank you. Yeah. It was like two and a half people that still cared. So I was like, right on, right on. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, this is good. This is good stuff. I know you have a hard stop. Seven sorta. minutes ago. Yeah. Um, seven minutes ago. I should ago, jump. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Love well, you, man. Um, I'm glad to do this again. And uh, thanks to everybody for paying attention uh, for so many years. Yeah, dude. Uh, good stuff. Good this stuff. Might, it might change. The context of the conversations might change, but uh, I think we're all growing. Thanks for yeah, listening might to Mage be a little Talk. less mage in the mage talk, but there's... Just as much talk in the mage talk. <laughs> and uh, thanks everybody for listening. Remember to like, subscribe, upvote, all that stuff. All the Send updates. us a tweet. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Maybe. I think. Yeah, probably. I think so. <laughs> probably. We're going to do this. We're doing it. All right. See you, man. Cool. See you. See you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>